Welcome to our podcast. Talk to me, sister. I'm Kathy. And I am Sarah. And we are twin sisters documenting our surrogacy journey, discussing women's health, motherhood, and all the details that led us here. Our mission is to not only educate and inform, but to spread joy and hope through our story. Thanks for following along. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's this time. Can you believe this is our, well, one, it's happening. We're three weeks, no, four weeks away, five weeks away. Four. I've been telling people three because I'm so excited, but it's (laughs) it's not, it's like more like four. I think it's like four. It's four. Yeah. But, um, and this is our last podcast episode for season one. This is crazy. One, it's been so much fun. I think you and I didn't really know what we were going to be getting into. No idea. None. Zero. We actually didn't even, people are like, I, I laughed the other day because someone was like, who does your PR? Who does your marketing? I'm like, uh, first of all, Kathy and I didn't have a plan going into this. We were just like winging it. So someone asked me that recently and I said, oh, Sarah, Sarah Sharp does our PR. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I do Instagram marketing PR, just hire me on the side. Yeah. Um, I was like, she's really good. So, uh, <laughs> if you need her. Yes. I'm very expensive. So yeah, yeah. we probably can't afford high price, <laughs> high price. Um, yeah. Honestly, it's been so much fun. I it's, it's been more than I imagined and dreamed. It's been mm-hmm. a way to like soak up this pregnancy and spend time together and make an intentional journey of this together. And so I really like can't, I can't put words to what it's been. It's been so fun. It's been so fun. It's been so rewarding. One, you've uh, you and I have just had such a sweet journey. Yeah, I can't wait to get him here. I think he's going to have such a bond with you forever. I can't um, wait. I think that Richard and Charlotte are ready. Richard is like on cloud nine, ready for a boy. Charlotte has been practicing changing her baby's diaper every night. Like every night. I yeah. think that I feel like we're so ready. Yeah. I'm excited. I am ready too. Richard texted me, you know, he'll randomly text and check in and stuff, which is so precious. But he yeah. also just randomly said, I just can't. I'm so excited. I can't even believe it's almost here. You know, Aww. he woke up with like, it's just, it's so close. We can touch it. And I'm like, it feels yeah, when surreal. When you were over the other day, when were you over? It was just you and Charlotte ran outside to hug you or something. Yes. You, know, you laid on the couch for a second and Richard felt him. And he was like, even from when we went to Mexico till now, like one, your belly, like he's grown. And he was like, at that night, we we're like brushing our teeth. And he was like, I mean, I felt his little bottom like yeah. stick out of, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, he's not just a figment of this like journey he's like we're at he's gonna be here before we know it so I know I know I was getting there and I was like Richard here's his bottom here's his feet I can feel his because he is in the right position for birth which is fantastic for us so So his head is down and you can feel his booty at the top of my stomach and his feet on the right side he's kind of and Richard was like wait what you know (laughs) (laughs) I was like yes he's right there it's just sweet so the People, oh, actually, well, so I just talked to the chick mission. I don't know if they're listening. Can't wait to chat with them. But they were asking the due date. And I was like, it's 818. 
And I was mm-hmm. laughing to myself because I was remembering Clark telling me that Robert Robert Redford was born on eight eighteen, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "Please have Robert Redford's birthday." I love that. I feel like King. He- yeah, King, the King's birthday. The King's birthday, but she was telling me that like everyone in her family was born on the 19th and it was like the best day and I was like, oh, well, you never know. Hopefully I, it doesn't take that long, but you never I, know. You never know and I love everybody I've ever met born in August, so I'm just 100. I feel yeah. like he's destined to be just a great person. But yeah. um let's discuss so this episode, guys, we're chatting about Really our birth plan. I mean, I think that there's a lot about the day that's going to just, we're just going to have to roll with the punches and hope that it's easy and seamless for Kathy Mm -hmm. and everybody involved. But we're going to chat about how we have prepared separately. We're going to chat about um, our birth plan, our hospital plan we wrote up with our lawyer, all the things. We're going to chat about just like prepping for the day. And then probably in season two, we'll do like a birth episode where uh we recap birth stories and we tell you guys about John Ryder's birthday but for now we're just gonna we're gonna wrap up the season talk about the birth plan and yeah so there's so much to talk about and so many people have questions about the birth plan and so we'll tell you what we know (laughs) I think everybody knows there's so much you can't anticipate but we are trying to plan as much as possible this one because there's so many of us involved. So right. we are planners, as you have probably picked up. On the we pod. are such pan- okay. So we are planners, but here's the question: because I have not asked you this yet. Huh. Have you like started the hospital bag? I have not. <laughs> okay, I haven't either, and I'm thinking to myself, maybe I should <laughs> just in case. I know I'm like so like because both of my births were post my due date yeah Yeah. I feel very cash about it plus I'm coming home like I could throw some jammies in a bag and go to the hospital and like I feel very chill about the whole situation yeah which is great and I'm in a way I'm hoping like maybe if I'm chill about it he'll come early like I'm trying to jinx myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah but realistically if it does happen quick Alex could grab you some jammies and a change of yeah um not concerned like comfy house shoes yeah I just Um, need like my headphones and a book and some jammies good but I I have made a list of everything that I need to pack I have an Amazon cart waiting for me to click check out of like postpartum stuff like love it you know pads and uh witch hazel wipes and all that stuff that has been helpful in the past um time out I'm a little I wouldn't say the word is jealous, but I'm a little envious that you get to take home some of those postpartum panties because they're so comfortable. Yeah, hundred percent of the best. I will yeah. you steal me some? Just <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> just wear them. <laughs> I mean, I don't need them, but I just feel like they're so. Richard, I remember the first time with Charlotte's pregnancy was like, "Oh my gosh, please throw those away!" Because I was they're wearing amazing. them like literally like months afterwards. later. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean no. like new pairs. Okay. Yeah, TMI. Yeah, new pairs. No. Uh, I think that's hilarious. I am absolutely That's why also I may wait and click order on my Amazon cart until I'm in the hospital because mm-hmm. they usually give you pads and those undies from the hospital and the little yeah. squirt bottle that you, you know, you give yourself a little sits bath with and all that. So I'm like, I'm going to order this stuff. I know I'll need long-term like pads. And then I may right. wait and see what else I get from the hospital. Cause and often, you never know 
Well, often, yeah, you'll get they stuff give from you them. Stuff, yeah. And you'll have visitors too, and you never know like who's gonna give you some postpartum yeah. fun things. I don't know. I've gotten a lot of pumping stuff, which we'll talk about from friends, so I don't need to buy any of that. But anyway, I have some stacks. I have the stacks of pumping stuff because I need to see like what I need to order for mm-hmm. my old pump, and then I have a list of my bag, and that's about all I've done. But that's, yeah, it's it, it's about time I think for both of us to make a bag. <laughs> yeah. So. I need to start the hospital bag. The only thing I have left to, for him as far as just like essentials is I need to get some more Dr. Brown's bottles mm-hmm. and then I'll start the hospital bag. But um, this is probably a good time to plug our Amazon cart uh, or our, our Amazon shop because yeah. for those new moms or um, pregnant moms trying to get their hospital bag together, you can they check out – can they look at your list, your um, – Kathy, can they look at your list on the shop? Because, guys, we have an yeah. Amazon shop now live, and we will do an Instagram post and send a link. We'll put a link in the show notes, but mm-hmm. we've listed. is in our in- Instagram, but mm-hmm. I have not started. I have a pregnancy list. I have an IVF list, and I have not started a postpartum list. So I will start that before this episode airs so you guys yes. can see some of the things that I am planning. And I'm sure I'll add to that you know, that, that list as I sit, keep keep last, keep adding to it, but y'all, it's a fun way to, uh, look to see what Kathy's packing in her hospital bag, what I'm packing in mine. Obviously Kathy's is going to be heavy postpartum and, you know, mom, uh, mom items. And then, um, we've made a cart too with, uh, just like newborn must haves and kind of our favorite baby essentials. So, um, you'll get to see kind of some things that we can't live without. Mm -hmm. So check that out. Obviously my postpartum or not postpartum, my hospital bag is going to look different from yours, Kathy. Yes. Um, Tell us what's in yours. We want to know. Yeah. Well, gosh, I, I need to like, you know, get the bag together. I think we're at that point, but, um, I mean, obviously mine is going to be heavily focused on baby, um, the bump.com, which I think everybody's familiar with has a great, um, what to plan in your hospital bag checklist. So I pulled Mm. that up the other day and just kind of started making mental notes. Um, they actually have it segmented really nicely on the bump.com. It's like, you know, the mom checklist, which obviously I won't be really looking at that portion. Mm-hmm. I'll just need some like comfy jammies and, you know, yeah, a toothbrush. Yeah. But, you know, no, I won't need all like the, you know, all the postpartum stuff. But um, I'll, you know, I'll get what I need. And then the second section is um, for baby. And then they have a third section for what to pack for the partner. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like I was like actually looking more at that section because – um, it was like little things to not forget, like, you know, change of clothes, snacks, snacks um, <laughs> chargers, silly yeah. things like that. But I've just been focused on what to bring for baby, obviously, yeah. like swaddles, warm blanket, mm-hmm. um, you know, take home is, outfit, take home outfit. This is controversial, but I'm going to pack passies. Um, uh, yes. I remember when Charlotte was born, they were like, don't you give that baby a passy? And I did. Yeah. So I think it's like for the first three days or so, like yeah. you don't want them because you want them to learn to eat. But your 
bottle feeding. I, I mean, both of mine, I really wanted to take a passy. Ruthie loved one forever and Sam never had one. And it's such a nice, I yeah. fan a passy. Actually, there is science that says a passy can help prevent SIDS, actually. That's what I heard, too. So, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like every mom's journey is different. If you want your baby to have a passy, I, I'm going to bring the passies. Bring the Charlotte, Charlotte, like, was a really good eater from day one. She really sucked really good, like, I don't think I gave her a passy till maybe like the second or third day in the hospital, but my lactation nurse, I remember was like, ah, it's fine. But yeah. I think you get some lactation nurses that are more strict that are like, that's going to confuse them. But yeah. anyway, well, let's, but let's start with, yeah. um, let's start with the hospital plan because in the hospital plan is where we, um, Kathy and I both chatted about like what we wanted the day to look like who's in the birthing room, all that stuff. So, And people may not know that we had to have this conversation probably two months ago because our lawyer, Lisa, hey girl, we had to write it up. And everything like that we have to do ahead of time so that there's Mm -hmm. no questions about it, which is just nice because now we both have proper expectations about what the day looks like. And like we've had those conversations and we like – by law have to go through that with her. So that's been done. So what's it going to look like, And I think like, that Sarah? takes, yeah, well, I think that takes a lot of pressure off of you and me. Yeah. Um, and also that allows the hospital and the nurses to be in the loop. And so there's no confusion and to make sure Kathy has a comfortable, comfortable experience. Um, we have a comfortable experience, but also John Ryder's taken care of. Yeah. Um, so who's in the birthing room? Well, well our, yeah, go ahead. Our, our significant others. Obviously, Richard mm-hmm. is there. I'm there. I mean, it's not like Dr. Samples has confirmed, but I, I mean, right now, Alex is with us in the birthing room. Yes. I thought about that, that we haven't confirmed because my kids even said, can we visit? And I said, I don't know. Like, yes, I, you can. You're they on can the, visit? No, the well, kids can? Yeah. Like for COVID restrictions? Yes. I, okay, cool. uh, on my little write-up, I did like a three-page write-up to Lisa on just like in detail what we wanted. And I, I didn't say friends, but I said all family yeah, can visit the all hospital. all family can visit. We said no friends, only family. Yeah. And um, that's who can visit us later on. But yeah, in the birthing room, like when I'm giving birth, of course, you guys. And that was our big goal. I said, I don't, Alex, I would love to be there. But the most important thing is that COVID restrictions allow Sarah and Richard, mom and dad, to be at the birth of their son. Yeah. So that's going to be such an exciting day. Um, so exciting. And then Alex is of course going to be there. I would love for him, especially immediately after you guys are going to whisk away with baby. And I would love to have like a support person. So Alex is there for all of that. And then he, I think we give him the job of photo taking. I think we 100% (laughs) give him the job because one, he's really good at that. (laughs) Yes. And I would say Um, he's a really good, he's been, of course, my birth partner for like two of them. I had a dual at one and then just him and you, like you were at my first birth. Yeah. Um, and he's really good at all the things like giving me a cold washcloth and playing music and having the diffuser going and like setting the mm-hmm. mood. So yeah. he's, he can, he can probably do all of that without being asked. So he'll be yeah. in that addition. I, I feel like his presence is just going to be needed. So yeah. when we meet with Dr. Samples again, we need to make sure that's, we honestly probably, I was thinking about this the other day, we need to review our birth plan with her. So she's in, we do, cause she's going to be right there in the middle of all of it. Yeah. 
Um, but Kathy and I discussed that I would cut the cord, which is yes. really sweet. I know. And we also need to. I like cry when I think about that. I know. I Richard cut the cord for Charlotte, but he's going to be at Kathy's head. He's confirmed. <laughs> he's <laughs> he was confirmed. Like... Yes. I told him, I was like, listen, I'm having your baby. It doesn't matter. At that point, when you're in the hospital, everything is kind of medical and clinical anyway. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it, I was just like, I'm not worried about my privacy so yeah but he's I feel very... like you're that personality but that's what he yeah. wants to do so that's fine if you have been listening along to the pod you know we love high quality vitamins that are worth your time and your money seeking health vitamins are our favorite because they are not synthetic and they are easily absorbable We have a new coupon code exclusive to our audience. It's 10% off your first order from SeekingHealth.com. So use our code TALKTOMESISTER for 10% off. That's TALK2 with the number 2, MESISTER, for 10% off. We will link all of this information in the show notes. Enjoy. The next part of like after the baby's delivered and I cut the cord that next like 30 45 minutes was I was very confused on like what the steps were if it surrogate if you were in you know like what happens like do they lay the baby on your chest do they get to you Mm -hmm. what's best um Mm -hmm. so when I was researching this is this is kind of cool I was researching like um surrogacy experiences and what to expect at birth and there was something along the lines of like the intended parent cutting the cord. And mm-hmm. this is, I'm going to get sciencey for a second, but I thought this was Tell cool. Us. And I bet you know this, but they said, um, cause I was thinking about timing of everything. They said at the moment a baby's born, third of their blood is still outside their body, which mm-hmm. I didn't know. And if you delay cord clamping for like 90 seconds, yep. they get 60%, 60% more blood cells. Yep. And then they're, yeah. And then they're less likely to have like iron deficiency and things like that. Yeah. We did that with Ruthie, but Sam needed to, he has low oxygen because of things. So he, we didn't get to do it with Sam. So I guess it just depends on the baby, but I had never heard that. That was from Dr. Alan Green. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. So the thing is, Sam's oxygen probably would have been fine if they had left him, but it was all happening so fast because he was born so quickly. He was so quick. He was born so quick and he wasn't turning the color they wanted to. And so they cut his cord and kind of whisk him away. But with Ruthie, they, we delayed her cord clamp for a minute at least. So I'm wondering... Yeah, I'm wondering if with Ruthie, because you had an epidural with Ruthie, you had Sam natural. I feel like the reason Sam came so quick is maybe because he was natural, right? Yes, I think so. I had no control over my body. Yeah. It just is that like like, reflex of tush to push. And so with an epidural, you do tend to have a little bit more control. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, I had good experiences with both. I wanted to have Samson uh, unmedicated, just honestly for the experience. With mm-hmm. Ruthie, I planned to have an epidural. Both of them, I had great experiences, but I do feel like I had a little more control over my push mm-hmm. and my body with Ruthie. With Sam, I mean, he was born an hour and a half after we got to the hospital. It, so I went from, freaking wild. When we got to the hospital, I was like five or six centimeters, and he was born an hour and a half later, which is a lot of really fast dilation. And I pushed a couple times, and he was out. So I do think my water broke around him, too, which maybe he inhaled. 
yeah. and got some and he had meconium, which means he like had a bowel movement on his way out. Oh my gosh. And so like all these things, they were worried about him inhaling that. And so I do think it, yeah, I just had no control over my body deciding that he was coming as fast yeah. as he was coming. So I do so think. So we'll see what it's like with yeah. John Ryder. I will say, so Kathy is going to have an epidural. I yep. think that's just going to be great for her. Um, I don't, I never had a natural delivery. I just had the epidural with Charlotte. Um, I felt like I had good control. I, you did. I, I heard people say, oh, I hate epidurals. You can't feel your lower half. I actually, I, I felt like I did feel like, yeah. I felt like I, it was a, a good combo because I did feel like I could feel some. And so yeah. I did have control over the push and everything. But, um, so I feel like, because you, because we have decided you're going to do an epidural, things will be uh, slower, which may I, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot less anxiety since we decided, you know, we'll probably induce on the 18th. If he's not here yet, we'll probably yeah. get an epidural. Like I have a lot of peace about that because we can plan. I feel like it was such a, when I had an epidural with Ruthie, it was such a calm environment so compared calm. to Sam. Yes. Which was like both of them, like the adrenaline of having a fast natural birth was crazy, but it was, I, I hardly remember it. I was like outside my body, <laughs> but <laughs> like with Ruthie, I was very present and very available. And Alex and I had a lot of sweet times before she came. And so I, I'm excited about that for all of us. And I think I'll be a little bit more in control. I also felt my lower half, not nearly, not even in the same world as without an epidural. Well, obviously, but, but you, but you, you felt like control. you had control. Like I could hold like one of my legs. I remember I could hold the other one was like same. too heavy. <laughs> yeah. You kind of like your whole, your whole body feels like weighted. Um, yeah, but it was, but still we will, we pressure. will, we're, um, next season we're going to do a whole episode on like birth stories. I think that would be super cool. It's always, it's always fun to hear other women's experiences, good or bad, just to, um, learn from each other and just, just yeah. the miracle of birth is so incredible. But, um, so, so that you, I want to know you were, we want to delay the cord clamp. I would love to, if he, if everything is great. Um, yeah. and that'll probably mean they like set him on your tummy for a second. Like, I don't know if they do face up. I can't even remember Charlotte, but then I'll d cut the cord. Mm -hmm. And then this like next, like, uh, few minutes is, I'm kind of un unclear of what's going to happen. I want to, I want to ask Dr. Samples, like what she usually does. Um, cause I'm guessing, I mean, Richard and I have said we want to do skin to skin, the first skin to skin. Mm -hmm. Um, and Dr. Samples will be focused on you, Yeah. but I don't think we'll just whisk away with the baby. You know, yeah. I think that we'll, I don't, I want, I want to know from like Dr. Sample's perspective and we're going to ask her this probably next, next, uh, appointment. Like what are the expectations? Cause I feel like that moment is going to be really sweet. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I want to feel like we're all doing it together. Um, yeah. you're going to be laying there tired. Like yeah. we're probably all going to be crying, but a hundred. <laughs> I'm already crying thinking about it. I, I envision him going straight to you. We talked about this. Is yep. you guys having kind of that initial golden hour, which is that first hour after birth where baby just stays on your chest, yours, mm -hmm. Sarah's. Yeah. And you guys bond and connect and they are giving me water and snacks and ice chips and sewing me up or whatever they need to do. 
And we all just kind of get to sit there. And last time, uh, I know St. Thomas is uh, really good at this, but even when Charlotte was born, yeah, took they let you guys hold her and bond with her until before the bath, know, before oh yeah, before weighing her, before measuring her, yeah. before like doing her. Uh, Apgar score and all that stuff. So I'm hoping that's the same with you guys. I think so too. Charlotte, I mean, people remember my birth being like traumatic, but it's honestly the actual birth of it was like, it was so easy. I mean, I shouldn't say the word easy, but it was so sweet and calm. I mean, it was just after was pretty terrible, but um, we'll get that later. But I think that, that. yeah, (laughs) I think the nurses... I think they just are so experienced at this point that they can read it really well and read the baby. And if, if everything looks good initially, I would, I think that that's the plan. And, um, that initial like coming to Richard and I and doing skin to skin is like important bonding. So I think that's definitely in our hospital plan. Um, eventually after that sweet moment, I mean, you'll get to hold him and snuggle him. He's well, been your wait. belly. He's been your belly buddy for nine months. I so after- I mean, anybody who has like <laughs> nieces or nephews knows how much you love them. And yes. I got to, and I, you know, it's so crazy. People ask me a lot about this moment, and I am so excited to have a nephew, and then so excited for him to be yours. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know you're can't the- wait to like love on him and kiss him and be like, we did it. We, you know, I, I just literally can't fathom that we've made it this far and that I get to see who, who he is. Oh. I'm going to cry thinking about it. Like, I'm I so know. excited. Don't cry. Cause I'll cry. <laughs> Cause we're already crying. I literally was trying to tell somebody the other day what our hospital plan was. And I was like, we have to change the subject because I like, <laughs> can't even handle, but I think it's going to be so, so special. I mean, it's going to be Dr. Samples, the nurses, me, you, Alex and Richard, me and Richard are going to do that initial bonding with him, which is so important. I think for yeah. intended parents, oh, yeah. But you're going to get to watch that. You're going to yes, get to. Yes, and I get to hold him and snuggle him. Yes, and, him. and then after that hour, yeah. we the plan is for you to hug him and snuggle him. And then um, and then at that point uh, in the plan is that Richard and I will have a separate room with baby and you'll have a separate recovery room. Yeah, um, I'm looking people, forward to I love being in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I don't. I know, I know. I literally was like, do I need the bed? I don't want to You're like, can I just take bed. the baby home? <laughs> I know, I know. No, you know, this is funny. I said this to Richard at dinner the other night. I was like, I have a great idea. I was like, what if you take the hospital bed and I take the pullout couch? Oh my gosh, Sarah, that's a fantastic idea, of course. That's what I thought because- You don't need the hospital bed. One, I have trauma in a hospital bed. I don't need to be in the hospital bed. And and let's be honest, I'm not going to sleep much anyway. But if I'm feeding him or something, I can sit in the hospital bed or I can sit in that little recliner or whatever. I'm bringing the the boppy pillow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the recliner. I'm gonna bring in the boppy pillow. I'm gonna have his bottles. It's gonna be so sweet. But that way, it's like a different experience for me. Anyway, oh, that's but people, such a good idea. I know people. Um, that's their biggest question when they ask me about like the due date. They're like, "So y'all, so Kathy will have the room, and y'all will just like come back and forth." I'm like, "No, actually." No. <laughs> I'm like, "No, actually, we both get rooms." And yeah. they were like, "That is so cool." So. Yeah. We will be on the maternity floor, obviously, with the baby and yep. you. So we can make a last-minute game change, but yeah. you can be on the maternity floor or 
you can recover on the lower level, which was the delivery level. Right. How did you feel about that? A regular medical floor. I honestly, either one, like I feel good about staying on the regular floor, to be honest, and like having separation. Because I do think it's important for you guys to have a, I want you to feel those first few days where they, it feels like it's yours, you know? And then also if I'm on a regular floor, I'm not with all the babies and all the mommies and I'm just on a recovery floor where they're monitoring my health. Yes. And so I, in a way I feel like that's better. So I feel like I will see lactation, but for the most part, I'll be on a regular medical floor where they're treating me as someone who's been through a medical procedure, which I have been, you know? Yes. So that's it. I feel, I feel like that's that. so important. And honestly, when we first started discussing this option with Lisa, I didn't even, it didn't even click to me that maybe a surrogate, you know, yeah. would want to get a full night's sleep, would not want to hear babies crying all night in the next room. I like, didn't think about it either, but and I was then, like, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. One, you're just trying to catch up on sleep. You have the luxury of just like recovering number two emotionally like it makes sense to be on a separate floor and then lactation will come see you obviously I'll be back and forth like I'm gonna be just like prancing dancing around the hallways like so excited so I'll be visiting you Richard will come down I'll be visiting you guys yeah but you'll want to walk around the hospital and come see us yeah yeah Um, absolutely but let's talk about lactation because this is this is everyone's number two question Uh uh-huh about if for us, they asked me, okay, so are you, you're obviously doing formula. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, we're completely stocked on formula, but Kathy's actually going to pump. Yeah. Wanting I'll, to pump. So I talk about that. Yeah. So this is something that just for everybody listening, Sarah has not asked me to do. <laughs> this is just like <laughs> an extra part because we talked about it. We were like, in a way, this has been a long journey and a lot of us, we've done a lot of things together. Do we want to just cut ties on birthday the journey? And we say this was, this was the, uh, this was the pinnacle of what we worked on birthday and it's over and we all go home, you know, um, which yeah. is an option. And I, I, I breastfed both of mine. Sam breastfed for about two years. I mean, I really, made so much milk. I have already before this baby have fed six babies (laughs) with my milk, which is really crazy. So I have loved the breastfeeding journeys with mine. Um, pumping is a whole different experience Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to prepare myself for that, but this has not been something that Sarah has asked for. I have thought, well, if I, if I come home after the birth and I just kind of twiddle my thumbs. I think that that'll be hard for me because I am yeah. a doer. I feel yeah. like if I come home and have a task of let me at least try to pump, I do feel good because I have no pressure from you. I have no expectations. Um, right. Let's shout out our incredible friend and listener, oh. Jen, Jen Garland, who has uh, donated 700 s- ounces. I, yeah, man. It's she, just like insane. She's she donated 700 ounces of breast milk to Sarah already. I went and picked it up actually two days ago from her deep freezer yeah. in her garage and filled up literally my trunk of breast milk. And I think she's an angel on earth. She doesn't even know how much she blessed me. Ugh, Number so one, I wouldn't take breast milk from just anybody, but I I know her. She's yeah. an incredible mom, mm-hmm. healthy, um, just such a kind heart that she would do that. For me, like, but I, I do, it's 
currently it's um, taking up my entire freezer space. Richard yeah. was like, okay, where's our food? I threw it out. <laughs> Um, but I do feel that I, I love that because one, he can get that, like you're planning on pumping, but for some reason you go home and your body like naturally weans because it's not hearing a baby cry or something Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. who knows what this is going to be like, or you might be like, this is really hard. I'm over this. I feel really, um, you know, just blessed that Jen donated that to me because yeah, he's going to get that good breast milk. It feels relieving. <laughs> at least it a couple feels, months. Yeah. Cause I think I, I want to try it cause I do think it'll help me have a task when I come home. It'll help with kind of the postpartum hormones. Yes. When you breastfeed or pump, you do get kind of that oxytocin, happy hormone jump. And so that's going to be an important thing for me. Um, and it then, helps your uter- uterus contract yeah, again, kind of, shrink that up a little bit but if I do it for a week right so if I do it for a week or a month or six months like at least I there's no pressure so I'm gonna try I've got lots I've got a pump I've got everything that I need to do so I'm gonna try it out and it's um I'm excited about actually I know and I told Kathy uh every I mean I told Kathy I was like for people listening I was like if that's something that you want to do Mm -hmm. I will never not take that liquid gold for John Ryder. Liquid gold. I mean, because real the reality is we have tons of formula stocked. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to work pretty early with Charlotte. I only breastfed for like, I think th- three or four months with Charlotte. So I am not, I mean, breast milk or formula, I don't discriminate towards either, but it's proven, you know, breast milk and the nutrients. And it's just like, it's, right. it's a no brainer. So yeah. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. So obviously, if you have the breast milk and it's just flowing out, like we're gonna take it. We're gonna clearly. Take it. Yeah. We please don't throw it down the sink or anything. But never. Um, never. But I think that's something that's gonna be a question mark. We could talk about it in season two mm-hmm. and just see how it went. And, you know, maybe we're still maybe you're still pumping and and that at that point, or maybe you're not. So we'll see. To be continued. But, yeah, to be continued. But, but you um, have also stored up on – yeah, so just to close that conversation, I'm excited about that. I've gotten my stuff ready. I think it will be a good thing for my body and my hormones. So I'm going to do that. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you have start up, You have stored up formula. You want to tell people about kind of your research on that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so, well, obviously I'm excited for Kathy – to try the pumping thing. I think if I was in your shoes, Kathy, I would do 100% the same thing. I think that's going to help postpartum. And I want you to have an easy postpartum. That's like my one, one thing. So, um, we'll see about that. But yes, in the process of Kathy and I discussing all this, I have done a lot of research. I've talked to a lot of intended parents who have done surrogacy. It's kind of a split bag. Like some moms who've used surrogates have said, you know, we decided to end the journey in the hospital. We did formula Mm -hmm. day one and that's what they chose. That's great. I've also talked to other moms who've done surrogacy and adoption Mm -hmm. where they have been really adamant about getting their baby those good nutrients and researched, um, breast banks. So I didn't even know what this was, but, um, breast banks are basically where, Healthy women, you have to get mm-hmm. screened and everything, um, donate their breast milk. It can't just be anybody. Mm-hmm. You can't be like 
HIV positive or something crazy. But yeah, they, they do a blood test and you have to get a doctor's recommendation because I already looked for it. I'm like, if I'm making a ton of milk, like, oh, me, you know, I mean, you're going to get it cash. first, but, oh, well, it's a, don- <laughs> it's a donation situation. Oh, oh, to be totally like, honest, that's what I was looking for. I was like, do people buy this? But no, it's like a donation thing, which is fine. Oh, really? Um, I was going to say, I mean, I was like literally looking to purchase it. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. The, well, the one I looked at, which was like Milk Bank of Middle Tennessee was a donation oh. process, but they do, you have to get a doctor's recommendation and a blood test. Okay. Well, there's ones where you buy it. So mm. Don't rule out all your options yet. So like a um, black market? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's incredible, uh-huh. I mean, around the country, there's incredible milk banks. Um, yeah. One specifically is Habana, H-A-B-A-N-A. They are a huge um, milk bank located in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And you can literally have breast milk like shipped to your door. Um, so we'll plug their information in the show notes. But I was researching all this. One, before I knew you were going to for sure pump and before Jen reached out with all of her breast milk. So I feel at this point, I'm not going to go that route yet. I feel pretty confident about um, his nutrition at first. And then we are stocking um, formula. I've done research. I'm not discriminating against formula. I think it's great. I think there's some that are better than others. I also think it totally depends on your baby too. Um Charlotte was infamil all the way. Yeah. Um, one, because I got really sick after she, the the night after she delivered, I got spiked 104 fever and just like was, couldn't even deal. So the nurses, she was so hungry. The nurses gave her infamil in the hospital in a bottle mm-hmm. and she just loved it from day one. Obviously I continued to breastfeed for like three or four months, but yeah, she was a champ, right? She went like back and forth from like breastfed to bottle fed. Oh my gosh. She like did every, she was just hungry. She, <laughs> she was hungry. like, she did the breast, she did the bottle. She was switched back and forth. Like this was like literally the first week of her life. And then yeah. also when I be- went back to work, um, she did the same thing cause mom stayed with her a bunch and would give her a bottle yeah. Um, she just did both, but it's funny. You and I were at, um, our OB's office talking to Emily and she was like raving about Infamil. Yeah. And it made me feel better about stocking that. Yeah. I say do, do what you need to do, especially if you, if you have that variety, you have yeah. some breast milk, you have some formula, there's no reason to panic over all of it. Yeah. So I stocked up on some Infamil um, organic, and apparently it's most structured. It's supposed to be sh- structured most like breast milk. That's the stuff you can just get at Target or Kroger or whatever. Yeah. I did get pretty bougie, and I stocked up on some Bobby. Good. Bobby uh, formula is like a new, a yeah. kind of a newer one, right? Yeah. It's the first one, I think manufactured in the USA but it's made like the ones in Europe without all the I I don't Mm -hmm. honestly I should have researched and done a spiel on Bobby but we can plug it in the show notes but I mean women have raved about it it's supposed to be additive freeze of all the junk and just Mm -hmm. organic and um it's just kind of blown up my friend Chapel Laird is the one who told me that her baby loved it and um it had really great reviews and so we actually have a couple 
um, boxes of that. So we'll see. Cool. I'm just going to see how, we go, how it goes. I'm excited. I just literally can't wait that it's this close and to see you guys finally with him. You know, I, I it. <laughs> again, people are like, oh, you're going to be okay. Mom was always like, how are your emotions? I'm like, I'm good. The hard part is now. <laughs> Mom is part- very... Mom She's is very, very worried about, me. worried about you. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I have prepared. We've had this conversation for two years. Yeah. I've known he's not mine. In my belly, I know he's yours. And I am so excited about the day that he's in y'all's arms. Like, it feels, like I said, the pinnacle of everything we've prayed for, everything we've worked on. Yeah. And I'm so excited that he gets to be with you. And I'm excited to recover and come home and sleep. I know. I'm like, I, I feel like... I'm like, I know Kathy's ready to just like focus on her family yeah. and not be pregnant anymore. I know she feels hot and tired. I know that Ruthie and Sam need her attention. So yeah. I feel like if I was you, I'm sensing like those mixed emotions. Like we're, we're like, can't believe this journey's over. It's so sweet. Yeah. But I know, I know you're going to be ready for that. My prayer is that there's not any like sneaky hormones that make it like difficult for you postpartum, right. but that hasn't happened with your other pregnancies. No. I think pumping's going to really help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel ready. I feel ready to be done being pregnant, which I think helps the whole pass on <laughs> thing. Like, Do you think it helps? No, I think everybody who's had been pregnant knows that last month. Gosh, oh, I'm like, I'm like, can I get bigger? Can I get more <laughs> out of breath? Can I get smellier and sweatier? It's just like, it's it's like my the, but the mental can stamina. Your hair look better. Can no. my hair look more luscious? It's about to all fall out. Um, <laughs> no, it's no. Not. <laughs> but I think it helps because it's it's like this is where the mental stamina comes in. I feel like yeah. this is why women are strong because the mental 100. stamina at the end and the mental stamina postpartum, even for you when you're sleep deprived and you're you're having emotions about the change in your family too. It's it is literally mind over matter at this point for me. And it's going to be mind over matter for you where you're like, anytime I start to complain, I have to tell my body, thank you. Thank you body for getting, for growing this baby for us. Thank you God for getting us to this point. We are weeks away and I just have to be positive and yeah. I think that's going to carry me over into the postpartum period as well. The postpartum period is hard, has been hard for me in the past, but I'm waking up with a baby every two hours. Like I feel oh my gosh, actually yeah. such relief about coming home and healing. I'm just really like looking forward to it. It feels like <laughs> Christmas and Disneyland and miracles all happening in like the same day. <laughs> oh, I know. I love that so much. And I feel like does it make it a little bit easier knowing that like you're going to also watch him grow and he's your nephew because I, I put myself in surrogate's shoes and I'm like, you have this b- baby in your belly for nine months and then like you just never see him again. Like I think it would be easier knowing that you're going to be a part of his life, which is really oh, sweet. Oh, 100%. I get to, yes, yes, yes. I get to come, you know, visit you and bring you breast milk and hold him and love on him and see you raise him. It's just, it's, I it would be much harder. Yeah. I'm so excited. I get to be a part so of his ex- life. Oh, you guys, we're going to just, we're going to be like a puddle of just tears of joy Puddles. and emotions for the next two months. Um, <laughs> so when you're we like, are. what are talk to me? Yeah. What are Sarah and Kathy up to? Um, we're going to keep up with Instagram and keep you guys in the loop about the birth. And I'm sure you'll see a sweet picture of John Ryder and us, but we're going to take the next two months to soak it up and just, um, 
take care of ourselves and our families and get ready for him. We're, I know we're both excited to meet him in, in separate ways. And yeah. oh, the birthday is going to be very much anticipated. So, well, I think we covered me. it. Yeah. I'm excited for our birth, uh, birth stories episode in season two. And, uh, our next episode guys, we're doing a quick Q and a, we've had some, uh, questions that were sent to us and just like we're going to recap season one and talk to you about what's next on the horizon for us so tune in to the last episode airing probably a week after this one and that'll be so as always thanks for listening thanks for listening so much fun (laughs) all right y'all have a good day see you later talk soon We are excited to share with you our new partnership with Your Superfoods. Not only do they have great tasting product, but they are on a mission to help improve people's health through the power of plants. I fell in love with their superfood and plant protein mixes after I was diagnosed and started my lifestyle change. One of the founders is also a cancer survivor, which is why I came across their story. I make a ton of smoothies and my daughter Charlotte loves them too. Your Superfoods is 100% plant-based, no sweeteners, no soy, no dairy, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So you can purchase with our code SISTER15 and you will receive 15% off your purchase, any purchase, not just your first one. So go to YourSuper.com and use the code SISTER15, S-I-S-T-E-R-1-5, for 15% off your order. Go grab your superfoods.